Um, so hello everyone. It is Christmas hey. Eve, and we're back here once again. Another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 258. And I'm not gonna try and get killed tonight because I actually like living. I actually enjoy running water and eating food. Maria messaged me and she was like, MSK, I know you're so so awesome, sexy, buff, and cool. You have the biggest dick I've never seen. Uh, but please, please. That's this fire for show and talk to me. And I was like, yes, honey, I will do whatever you ask. Uh, any dreams, dear? So that never happened? That's actually, yeah, it's true. Never happened. I just made it all up. Or did I? So how's everyone's Christmas Eve going? Well, Marie's going to tell you guys the story. But when I heard that, it was like, oh, crap, this is bad. But I don't celebrate holidays. So I actually don't give one rat's flying fuck how holidays are going. I sit here and work like six days a week and kill myself at work. I love it. Well, at least you didn't have somebody throw an industrial whisk at you. Good lord. That is true. Uh, How'd that happen? God. But Iron, how was you guys this Christmas? Selena's sick, so we hope she gets better. Yeah, she's right over there uh, dying on the couch next to me. Oh, lord. Uh, Is that what we see in moving in the background? Yeah, that... that, that, my wife uh with the ice pack and the blankets <laughs> is it like uh, actually covid or is it just a general like flu i think it's just a flu man oh see, god see, here's the thing man i got over mine i'm like almost like 90 percent better i'm fine mm-hmm. but uh this one over here said so like oh no i'm gonna keep it it's like raining and 42 degrees maybe 30 outside mm-hmm which is rare for Vegas with the rain and the cold right. and the wind chill. You're going to like minus that to like probably a good 30, 20 degrees. She's like, now I have to, I have to keep working. And she just kept going out anyway, even though I told her not to, I said, all, all you're going to do is make yourself sicker. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she did that uh, to, you know, lug, you know, bottles of water into a, uh, Apartment complexes for people that don't tip for no reason, and um, and now look what happened. She's over here on the couch. She's sicker. Well, yeah. I'm otherwise, fine. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I I told her when she was here, or I think I told her um on last night's show, is that you. even if you well, e- even if you uh, are in your house and you cover your mouth so like that dry air doesn't dry out your throat. If you're outside and you sniff that much dry air, you, that'll, get, that'll get you sick too. All those viruses outside and all that dry air you're sniffing, that's going to get you sick. That's going to get really sick, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, man. The uh, the like the cold virus and the uh, the flu virus, they uh, they thrive on temperature. Yeah, and so if it's hot, people are, yeah, people don't know this, dude. If it's hot uh, out. There's a reason why the hospitals make sure it's cold in there. I never knew that. I I thought they were it was just cold because that that's just hell. Obviously, no viruses can't thrive in cold weather. They thrive in hot weather. weather. Yeah. Now here's the thing, though. In a cold temperature, you're more susceptible because it lowers your immune system. But then your body temperature is elevated because you're already sick. So she's mm-hmm. already sick out there. So she has an elevated body temperature, and she's breathing in the. Uh, all of that, even though it should be a cold and sterile envi- environment, it works against each other. So mm-hmm. that's why she's not sicker. And that's why I'm I'm actually doing much better. I'm fine. 
Good lord. Hope he doesn't get you sick. But that's the thing. That's not how, if you're already or getting over a sickness. Oh, when you're married, it's it's going both ways, buddy. We're, <laughs> no, we're, if you go we're both ways, then I don't know if you'd be married. Actually, <laughs> no, that didn't let. I don't that didn't knew land. exactly. Nah. What yeah, I thought you must be like, yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, no? It's like when you have kids. Like, here's an example. My mom has been an, uh, an elementary school teacher for the last 40 years. So mm -hmm. all but two years of my life that I've known her uh, that I can remember. And yeah, so like one kid gets sick, they all get sick. It's kind of the same thing. And so she gets she gets sick because these little virus carrying, you know, monsters just give it to her. And then uh, we all, of course, get sick in return. And it's kind of the same way you're married. You're just like, she gets a cold, I get a cold. She gets the flu, I get the flu. I get the flu, I get COVID, she gets COVID. I get herpes, well, we're not going to talk about that. And then there's butters. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, she's sick, mom's sick, I'm heading out. <laughs> Fuck this. Oh, Lord. But... Yeah, man, I got over being sick before you guys came out, actually. I was sick the two days before you guys came out. My whole body just fell apart, actually. You might be you might be the one responsible for our, our downfall right now in the holiday season. Maybe we uh we no went way. out. There, I was uh, better when you guys got here. No, I was functionally fine, actually. I got sick on uh what were you? I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? A black person spreading a virus like Ebola? I don't know. The bakery department has been sick all week. Like, like at the beginning of the week and all, our manager comes in and sick, and then she gets everybody else sick in the whole department. And then it, we're crammed like sardines because of grand opening and because of the holidays. Because um, one fucking person wouldn't just stay home. No, she tried to stay home. The uh, retail rep called her in because uh, the retail rep was pissed off because they didn't get a lot of the stuff done with the mix-in and the bread. Um, so they they actually missed some really key things, and she is the department manager. So her so she's responsible for when stuff fails. So they called her in on her off day when she was sick. So that's cool. Get all of your uh, flu virus all over our uh, baked goods that we. Uh... Mm, yeah. So it was it was just it was one chaotic thing after the next because literally. Literally, when the, the, the retail rep comes in here, she's basically just, she's chewing the assistant manager out. And all I can hear in him is apologizing. He's sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she has to remind him every once in a while to breathe because he's he looks like he's about to, like, collapse because of all all the bad news and everything and all. And I'm like, um, okay. Well... Because he find, because they're first of all their mixer broke and then they were supposed to have somebody to come into work uh, fix it and everything and all and that was probably one of the reasons why they didn't get a lot of stuff done but be, they didn't have the hind sign to go get the big uh big bull and use the other machine to do the mixing and do it that way and all so they didn't do that step and that's what they that's what the retail rep was fussing them about and all. Is that you should have did the backup way or whatever to get it done because it's most important to get the bread done on time 
and everything because you got a big uh you get a big bread in the morning and also in the afternoon and you also have to mix two times of the day because you also have to mix for the next day as well and they didn't they didn't mix for the next day the day before that's what happened so they messed that stuff step up and then it was a whole bunch of other stuff it was a whole bunch of other stuff that she found in the department and all that she was constantly getting onto them and stuff like that and all. Um, so it was chaotic with that. And then the whole time I'm dealing with the decorator side, the decorator side, I just got a bunch of like, um, I think they're hazing me. It feels like I'm getting haze. It really does. So for People who were gonna watch this on the replay later on, how did it get this bad? Because last time you talking about buying a house, everything gets better, you're gonna move out, you're gonna be in a better position. So it all from then it just turned into hell. I'm closing on Wednesday. My my date got pushed back a week because they decided the 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 VA appraisal came back saying that. Uh, the how the place that I'm buying is worth five thousand less, and the seller or the seller was arguing with my retail for two days, and that's what made the delay in paperwork. So that got approved. So I will have a lower mortgage, which is great. So I'm saving some money with that. And all uh, I was just hoping that I would actually by Christmas that I would actually be in my new place. Um, so that didn't happen. But New Year's. I'll definitely be in my new place. That's good. So you have all, all the bills and uh, utilities turned on, ready to go? Not yet. I have to get the keys and everything first, and I gotta do all that yeah. fun stuff. The calling yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst um, part about moving. The calling. You're on the phone for hours with these people. I was on the phone for my friend was here fixing up the place because he's the person who does like the plumbing. He's fixing one of the lines or whatever in the sink. By the time he was doing that, he was finished. I was done talking about the person to fix the internet to switch it from down there where I used to live over here. It took guys three hours. This person is trying to tell me, You want the Spectrum mobile phone? You can have a line. And I'm sitting there going, like, Dude, I just want the service switched with my name to my new address. He's like, But you can have this. I'm just sitting there going, like, Oh, God, kill me. Please. Uh, I, don't have that, I don't have that problem with my internet. I have business internet. Oh, okay. Mm. So I get better customer service. Mm. I have they, ghetto spectrum. That's what I got. <laughs> you got ghetto, trust them. I got Comcast. And I got Comcast business. How much better is Comcast compared to the average internet? Um, Comcast is pretty good. Um, I just I do it from the business end standpoint and all. So if you sign up as a business account versus just a regular re uh a regular uh uh resident um you get service first before the residents do so you get first, first party you, over them when i first met you i thought you were a librarian fuck them plebs <laughs> what i thought you were a librarian you have the tip you have, you have literally the perfect look for a librarian yet you're a decorator so i guess it kind of goes hand in hand I, looks like a baker i mean you know, i'm an artist i mean you know I have my small businesses I do with the paints and everything. I mean, I'm doing the whole decorator thing so I can freaking make a lot of money so I can buy a commercial building. 
Good Lord. Hey, yeah. hey, would you ever go on one of those uh, competing like Food Network shows where they decorate the cakes and shit like for holiday competitions? Uh, I don't want to do that. I just want to decorate over in Publix. I don't want to go to like some fancy stuff. I'm not trying to be a full-blown like, you know. Seriously, um, you wouldn't do that. If, if they asked you like, hey, somebody sent us in your resume and we'd like you to come on Food Network uh, holiday baking like cook-off for Halloween decorating or Christmas decorating. You would say no. You would say I would no say that. no. Yes. I would really? say no. Yeah, because what I'm doing is it's decorating. I'm not baking cakes. The cakes are already, already baked. They come frozen in and we assemble, we put them together and we we okay. make buttercream. Right, 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 right. But uh, like on those shows, a lot of the people, there's the ones that bake the cakes and make them and the people that decorate them. And I thought, I just thought that would be cool. I thought that would be yeah. cool. Uh, I thought I would come home. And, I thought you'd be coming to your new house. You have me a bunch of cakes laid out. I'd be like, oh, Miss K, I got you a nice cakes laid out for you. No chocolate cake or I will throw you out of your own house. It'll taste like shit. But Nice, good cakes for me. She's just yeah. gonna wrap you in fondant and throw you in the <laughs> Valdez said, Yo, my family got stuck in the airport. Oh, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry, dude. So they have to stay there. Sucks, but Merry Christmas. Yeah, I saw that in a Chicago or someplace. Those pro Palestine people are blocking the freaking roads to the airport. Yeah, I saw that too. It's like it is. It is. It's just those cops are just not enforcing them because yeah. I I thought uh, horny Al um uh, Al was actually talking about that because he was saying that the cops they have laws for that but the cops are not enforcing it because they're scared of the consequence of blowback. enforcing yeah. it. social blowback from you know stopping a a social justice protest yeah so I'm like going I'm going yeah. That's why I'm glad I'm not in those places and all and all. And I'm honestly, sorry. Get rid of college, college needs to be abolished. If this is what we're teaching our next generation, uh, pro Hamas, pro terrorism, pro murder, just based on like murder's okay as long as uh you know the skin shade is a certain way. That's the oppression, you know, variable. Then fuck them. Hey Iron, did you watch um uh, uh Nick Ricada's stream last night? No, I've actually I haven't really tuned in Nick. I I love Nick Ricada, but I haven't really watched him after the whole him and him the him and Eric thing got so gay that I just <laughs> okay. I'm just like, I I thought that I haven't been that interested. It's more like I'm just I can't get to everyone. I have his stuff queued up to watch later. The recent one that I'm going to go over is the one where he's going over Eric's video with EVS. That's the one that I had next to watch, actually. Because he was yeah. mostly talking about the, that that Kiwi Farm situation. That was yeah. the last thing I remember watching from him. I don't get law stuff that much. And I'm just saying, uh, okay. I was watching well, it because love. I've been driving two hours every day back and forth. <laughs> so I had a lot of time to actually walk, you know, listen yeah. basically. Those, yeah, um, I, I got you. Yeah. And so he covered, he was talking about Eric July again. Um, and, 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 um, Ether was on there with him talking about it. They were, mm -hmm. they were reacting to it. 
um, to an eight minutes video that Eric July put up. Um, yeah, about and the, they was they the were walk. not gonna watch it until Kamala pointed it out that Kamala was like, yeah, they had a he had a sixteen minute video and then he took it down and now he's got that eight minutes video and he was talking about ether and it and all and so they did decided on the stream to go ahead and watch and react to it and they got to about seven minutes mark and stopped because because um nick ricada was interrupting a lot and ranting on every little tiny little point throughout the whole video yeah i i still like nick i just haven't watched his shit i just kind of he cringed me off a little bit after the last thing it's like he was a white bread ass nigga right yeah really out of the three i i still like with ethan it's like i want i, I like want ethan's pre-recorded videos boys i want his comics i don't yeah really for, for me with ethan i don't he, mind him at all until he stops with this bullshit mm -hmm. i'm not interested in his online content as much uh like really the only one out of the three that i watched that seems to be the most like non-biased is camelot which is surprising oh i like um i like evs's pre-recorded videos quite well i think they're actually pretty well done now well i used to love i loved his live streams like i don't like his live streams like, i just like, like his pre-recorded content now, a bit more him he, he and get straight to the point streams. you know mm -hmm. yeah now now really it's like i'm really just watching out of the three i'm watching I'm still staying strong with Camelot because he's not being as like cited as the other as the I, other two. Well, the, I think what it is is, is really that the they've, they've chosen where where they're going and like how angry or just how much they want to like content farm out of this, and it's just so it's so gay. It's like just. Stop. This isn't helping or hurting anyone other than everybody. It actually is hurting. It's just. Well, I mean, yeah. I can understand some of the points they make and whatever on some of the stuff, not all of it uh, for sure. But I mean, I still to this day, I, I haven't found anything with the, the stuff that, Isa and stuff that they do that interests me on it because honestly, I was only really interested in in superheroes a little bit, and mostly what I was always interested in was Deadpool. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not like, um, I'm like really, really, really into the superhero yeah, story cool. arcs and stuff like that and all. Um, because I mean, I have to have some really fun comedy i like the canny x-men's because they're canon and all and most of the time that contact is it's kind of like borderline kids stuff whatever and all um and the contact is mostly you know the the superhero journey or whatever and somebody saves a day whatever and all and i'm like yeah that's cool in the story and everything and all but i need more contact than that to be really into it i need a complex story to really get me into it and all. i need stuff plots and everything hidden so i can be interested i need curiosity basically kind of stuff so i can 
and God, like mystery or something, or it has to be funny. It has to be like making me laugh, like laugh every three pages and stuff like that and all. So for me, I can't really get too much into the style and everything at all. So I have not had real interest in it at all. Um, I understand some of the points they were making and all was is that, you know, not everybody's going to read everyone, every comics and whatever. Everybody's going to have different business models and all. And um, Nick did bring up about how he disagrees um, with dick and one everything stuff on stuff that you know it doesn't have to be with dick? that's yeah. a new one yeah he actually normally, he, he's normally like gagging on dick's dick they, well see, they have, so so nick doesn't believe that eric july has to make like really great content for it to be a success but dick believes that you have to make really great contact for it to be says. Well, his he, view he's on basically what saying is that because it's an alternative for Marvel that is still very good. People will, right. and, it, you know. Dick thinks that you are supposed to have like, oh, if this is a superhero, we should know every single thing about him right from page one. We should know what his powers are, what his limitations are, everything. Instead of it being you learn as the story progresses throughout different volumes of the story. Yeah, so he's criticizing I mean, the actual quality he's, of the, yeah, he's of the story the and the layouts and stuff. For 80 years, that's, that's that creative. read comic books already know we all read people that have never read Superman can already tell you where does he get his power? It's the Red Sun. Where does uh what is his weakness? Kryptonite. Have you ever read a uh Superman comic book? Absolutely not. Never, not once. I don't own any, but I know all of these things because you have 80 years of fucking content there. This is a new character that is being developed as the story progresses. Yeah, and see, that's what I mean. They disagree on that because Nick hasn't read it. And all, and Nick only he supports the idea, and all because it's a parallel, you know, economy or you know it's something different from the mainstream because they support their customers and all. Um, but that's where he agrees differently with Dick on this. Dick thinks no, it has to be perfect and in every way. It has to have it has to be this way or a certain way and everything and all, um, for yeah. it to be profitable and stuff and all. But Nick totally disagree on that and says no, because it really doesn't matter. He brings up the example about the potato chip. Um, yeah. This he brings my, up this is my autographed shot glass from Nick Riceda and Dick Masterson. <laughs> they were both absolutely awesome people. I'm not like I I despise Dick's uh relentless uh content farming because he he doesn't really give a shit what yeah. happened there july he's just doing this for the clicks i despise that but he was a very he, he was an awesome person he was very pleasant to me and my wife we had a couple photographs and nick ricada i i i have been a huge fan of since he started his channel 
like since the beginning, I've been a huge fan of Nick because I'm a huge like law buff. I'm I'm almost a white chick when it comes to this shit. Let me uh, I'll throw my hat into the ring. So when Dick is talking about that, we know there's so much because okay, how about I start it off here? There are people out there that say disingenuous things that they believe is true because they've been repeating it so long. They themselves don't even understand what they're saying. So when someone like him is talking about comic books, we're going to be, let's be honest here. He's admitted this. He's not a comic book fan. He's not. So we know where he's getting it from. People that read comic books. Yeah. He said, if you're an adult and you read comic books, you're a fucking loser. So we know where he's getting all that from. He's getting his comic book knowledge from stuff that you yourself would watch movies, TV and animation stuff, which that stuff literally is based off stuff in the comic books. Right? So he's trying to give insight on storytelling based around comic book stuff and superheroes. When the most he knows comes from the stuff that are designed for normies to get them into watching the stuff, the ideas for them to watch like movies and TVs and animation to get them into like reading more books. Right? So already right there, I'm sitting there going like this guy. I'm literally watching a guy who knows nothing of what he's talking about spout actual nonsense. And the second thing is I don't I've never agreed with him when he says like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that for a story to do this. That literally limits storytelling and creativity. No one has to do a story the same way it's been done. Most people actually despise that. Quite contrary possibly, most people actually despise when you do a story the same constantly because then it becomes just a cliche, it becomes repetitive, right? So I know I some people have mentioned this before that you don't know too much about him early on. Neither did anybody know anything about Goku until Dragon Ball Z. Literally, they're on Dragon Ball. You don't know anything about Goku other than this is the boy with the tail. Yeah, the tail. A kid, a kid with a fucking tail that turned into a I find giant. It, you, know what, you know what I find crazy? Yep. That people who love anime say this about Isom. So they love anime. Most animes, a lot of them, you don't know anything about these characters. Told we're talking like midway through these seasons. Exactly. Season you don't, and all, and that's why a lot of those stories are really, really good. Because but Naruto, all we know is he has the nine tails inside need... of his body. That's it. That's all we know. How, how else do you get hooked on stuff? How else do you get hooked? Curiosity. Curiosity. Mystery. mystery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. actually can't tell everything at the very beginning. Because if you tell everything while you're Flavor doing your story, then it's going to get very boring. And nobody's going to want to continue read it. Right. Well, let, let's let's focus a little bit on one of the greatest storytellers that ever lived, and that would be J.J. Abrams. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm fucking with you. But a it's good the same thing point, with Shakespeare. Shakespeare make, tells some really good stories. A good point to make is Lost. That was a show that did not tell you anything that was going on and the reason you got hooked and had to keep watching is to like what the fuck is going on now granted i was being very fucking sarcastic when i said he's one of the greatest storytellers of all time yeah has anyone ever seen pretty little liars they don't reveal who a is until like season five Part one, season five, it was realized who A is. It was some loony trim, but that doesn't matter. We'll we'll that later. But well, like what 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 you mentioned there. Hey, so the only you, you and my wife have to have a, a teen drama fucking show. Definitely, I, I'll I'll melt down what they did to that show. But um, what's the thing? Oh, so oh, I got a good example. Fairy tale. 
So there's a in one of the early seasons parts, they get into mm-hmm. a tournament that that uh the grandson of the uh guild decided to put on against everybody and all. And there was a spell cast on the building that kept anybody over the age 52 from leaving the guild hall. Mm-hmm. Guess who couldn't leave the guild hall besides just just the 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 guild master mm-hmm. natsu also um it was it was basically all the uh, all the dragon slayers they mm-hmm. don't reveal it until almost like eight seasons in eight season which is really long it's Why? very long for an anime too yeah it's yeah like a lot of episodes until eight seasons later on during the the time last one with the uh, where all the dragon comes in that those dragon slayers came from the past to the future and so technically they are pa- they are more than oh. 4000 years old i'll give another person an example i know everyone likes you, well you know you know tiny right we all know tiny her yeah. anime is one piece got in one piece right now i've watched one piece forever i've watched the the what we call it their shippuden time skip stuff yet but i've watched enough one piece up to the point where they still have not revealed who is Luffy's dad. People suspect it's Dragon. We, 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 that's just fans just guessing, right? Guys, One Piece is in like almost 2,000 chapters, and we don't even know who Luffy's parents are. Parents. We don't even know who the fuck he was born to. Who's his mom? Who's his yeah. dad? This is um, basic this, stuff in anime. This, like in anime, when, when Naruto, Kakashi. Kakashi had a Sharingan when they were fighting Zabuza. They're like, where'd he get that from? Is he like Sasuke's dad? Is he his brother? We don't know that. We we didn't know. They revealed that he got his Sharing gun from Obito. The, the end of part one. Well, it's the same. The same. It's the same thing with the with fairy tale. Lucy didn't know her mother was a celestial a uh, uh, a celestial uh, wizard until like way later on, and all. So I'm like going. She didn't know where she inherits all of this and everything and stuff. I, all this stuff was not revealed for us until like way later in the season until until literally the final part of fairy tale mm-hmm. and all um so i'm like going all of the all the stuff about a lot of key stuff like we need to know everything at the very beginning it's not very good storytelling because most of yeah. the rem- memorable stories that we know of always have good hidden jewels in them and points in them and all so they keep us hooked because that's why we want to keep reading. That's why we want to keep watching. No, no, I've told people when you're doing a story like that, you don't have to reveal everything about, about your characters, but don't make the characters like insufferable, boring. Because that's the thing that keeps people interested in anime is mostly you don't know everything at the beginning, but the characters you're paying attention to and watching are interesting. You know, that that's so what keeps you keeping watching the show. Learning mm-hmm. their story as as you go, which mm-hmm. is you know, textbook, good storytelling. Was Isom 1 a masterpiece? Of course not. It was good. That's all you need to know. It was fine. It was good. That's the thing is, like, even if he doesn't reveal everything about his characters initially, why would he have to? What Writing and creating stories doesn't have limits. If you limit anything mm-hmm. about that to writing and story and story creating or anything of, of that nature, you already fucked up because you're already putting shackles on yourself. You know. Now people have mentioned this. So Rebel Moon apparently has terrible character development with Rebel Moon. I've, I've not seen it yet. 
don't really have any interest, but I probably will. So that this guy, I don't know why he did it, linked it to the original Star Wars movie. He's like, we didn't know everything about Luke in the first movie. Yeah, but the thing here with them is they were actually interesting, fun characters to be around. You can have not everything be revealed, but the characters you have you're watching have to be interesting or funny or somewhat fun for someone to enjoy them for. The reason why people don't really like that approach is because, well, if you're giving them shit, trash characters that are insufferably garbage, I was going to want to pay attention to your story. Then, that's the thing. Even if he did give them everything one, then they bitch about something else. These aren't genuine people. They know everything from comic books through watching movies and TV shows and animation. I would be appalled if he knew anything about Superman outside of any of those three mediums I just said. I doubt he even doesn't even know what the death of Superman is, which is arguably one of the most iconic stories ever. And most brain dead people wouldn't know what that is. But Well, here's the thing. I think what it is is that people who are not used to reading, people who are not used to, like, like really reading, like, not a, not a little reading, a lot of reading. They're yeah. not used to that. That, because it goes with the whole, you know how, you know how, like, um, there's two, uh, two, different version of dragon ball z yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's the japanese version yeah mm-hmm. and then there's the english version yeah it's mm-hmm. because the japanese version is longer and there's more journey stuff going on so there's a lot of side stories but the english version is very short mm-hmm. it's very much that it's the it's the Amer- it's the western style of storytelling is quick to the point yeah. and all but here's the thing: more people are yeah, open to the long telling stories now because of because of manga. Yeah, more Here, here's are- the thing: you brought up a good point. The Western by uh, uh, style of storytelling, which is telling you what you need to know, as opposed to letting you figure it out throughout the course of the story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's what we're seeing i think that's what we're seeing and when we have such a split divide between people who really don't like eric july and people who like him let's face it the reason they don't like him doesn't have anything to do with his writing or the art in the book which all no, of it that doesn't. fucking fine it's is it the best thing ever made absolutely like, not. i'm it- just saying that a lot of them are short-sighted minded people that are just right. Want yeah, to get yeah. to the quick to what the I'm, point. Yeah, that what is saying, very different. Well, well, the thing that I wanted to bring up is like, a lot of these people are taking the word of someone who himself says he doesn't even like comic books. So this person, look how crazy it's going to sound. People love hearing retards talk and then thinking what they're saying is fact. Yeah, he says he doesn't read comic books, doesn't even like the people that reads them. Yet he's giving critique on how a comic book should be written. Find how stupid that sounds to you. Like I actually yeah. said that, and it sounds stupid to me even repeating it to people. This is ridiculous here. Remember, this person is getting heard and saying they're actually... Remember, he does not like people that read comic books. In fact, he thinks they are fucking retarded. Remember, this person's opinion is getting heard and it's getting to a point where these actually getting believed. I don't know why. Oh, now all of a sudden Dick likes, oh, I I like Neil Gaiman and I like this and I like that. I I bet he does. Yeah. Those really intellectual independent books, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I've liked those my whole life, really. Because when the long ago you said anybody that reads comic books and plays video games and they're over 30 is a fucking loser, that's a quote. 
See, that's the crazy thing at all. These days, you can't... It's, like, hard to find adults who don't actually play video games. Because even among people that I've worked with, um, I've had it's managers who the play most video games. Form of media it, right now, like, in existence right now. Yeah. That is the highest-selling form of media is video games. Even if you're not playing, like, on your computer or a game system and all... There are so many people who play mobile games. You yeah, can't find a single huge. you can't yeah. find a single person who don't play mobile games. Even the old folks like to play the mobile games. <laughs> yeah, they love that shit. I, I think them yeah. playing you know, like on their government phones and stuff. Sometimes when they get the data, they'll run out of it so fast because they're playing their video games on there. The biggest seller is single player story based games. Yeah, They're right I, 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 I'm just like I find it so crazy that people actually hear those kind of things from someone who is who's admitted these things and then go, yeah, that person has a really good idea about how a character in a comic book should be written. I mean, the person that's blatantly admitting doesn't even like that stuff, nor even likes the medium. It's like I think people should really understand and hear certain creators when they talk, and you start going like, okay, separate from liking the person's content, their actual opinions. You're like, this guy's kind of stupid. But people think it's because he's the person's a big content creator, a lot of subs, whatever. I mean, what they're saying has to be true. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, that's just so far from the truth. Someone can have an opinion, and that's fine well, if you have your own opinion. But when they speak with such authority, oh, it's fast. It's always, it's yeah, always, but if you've been you know, doing if you've been doing YouTube for a while, or or you've been you know chasing up the fads and everything, it's not that hard to go ahead and build up a following base. So. Well, I mean, it's just—it's just—it's—it's something where it's like that doesn't really give you. I don't think it gives you much authority or on on a subject anymore at this point, just because you have a lot of followers on YouTube. Because I think it really comes down to it if you just use the algorithm and everything, and you just clickbait people and stuff like that and all on you know pop cultures and everything and you just outrage people and all i mean that that's really easy just to build that following base well it always comes down to one thing with eric when the people that despise him and they think he has no right to create what he's creating it goes down to the uh at first he criticized the big two Marvel and DC for what they were doing to those characters and, and destroying the canon. Then they, their rebuttal was if you don't like it, make your own, not thinking that he actually could. Then he did. Now it's, he made his own, but oh, wait, wait, wait. He was on the Blaze, you know, Glenn Beck, this and that, all the fucking the shifts you know for lack of a better word just to throw it out there the goalpost moving which we've seen and it just it never stops you know you don't like you don't like the way something is make your own i'm making my own you can't he, do that but i'll have to say <laughs> he does actually talk about some of the haters and all a little too much because i think that some of the Wait, stuff you should of course he does well, I, I think at some point he needs to start ignoring some of this so so that he can just focus on his business more. As I just said, I think, he's I black. Think, he's going to do that. 
I understand that, but I'm saying that if he really wants to just get down to the business side and everything and all, and he really just wants, you know, to make sure everything runs there, he should spend a little bit more time on that end instead of making videos to his haters and all. Because I think that it's it's free advertising. The people that are his fans, they enjoy that. They like seeing him react to that. Is that what it is? Is his audience likes that reactions that he does like that? Of course. Of course. Those videos get fucking massive clicks. All they're doing by feeding, they're just feeding him fucking money. And it's great. I love it. Keep it going. Okay, well, as long as he's making good money on it and he's, you know, it's it's not hurting I mean, anything. Yeah, would it be the more like, well, I'm going to take the higher road and not not address people talking shit or just being a fucking a big black dude from fucking Houston. It's just like, no, what the fuck do you say? Well, then how does he maintain? Because, I mean, he's getting to the point where his business is getting pretty large. It just seems like that would also take a lot of his time. Yeah. I, I don't even think he's not even like what I would consider an independent uh, creator, a uh, comic book creator anymore, because one, he was never crowdfunded to begin with. He fucking took the risk, high risk, high reward. He took the risk, put the money down and put the book out and made way more than he even anticipated. So he got very high reward. And now yeah i mean responding to the the to the criticism it's just free advertising i mean it work. i guess it works i i mean i was just thinking that at some point it would become a little bit much for an individual to, to keep doing those videos and run the business side too but well, you can definitely tell is he does he got assistance with people who help him run the business Oh, I mean, he has a full, yeah, he has a full, uh, full staff. I mean, right. has, oh, it's about Eric's team. Yeah, because I mean, Plenty I was wondering yeah. how he's has the time for the video parts, responding and everything, because I thought, you know, mm-hmm. as somebody who's running that large of a business, especially since he's made that much money, it also has to has a lot of expenditures at the same time. Um that would cause him to actually need a lot of attention to it. And that's when I was thinking that maybe, um, but if he must have some really good teammates then to help him with that, for him to keep making reaction videos. Well, he does. And that's the other thing. He's not like right now, other than I saw him, he's not writing like the new projects are being written by Chuck Dixon, the Saska sisters and Baron. He has legitimately, and this is a point I was going to make a minute ago, but uh, kind of got we kind of got side railed. He's not an independent comic book creator, he's not just like a crowdfunding this or that. No, he's a legitimate publisher. Okay, so he's a publisher. All right, that's a lot different because um, they're just managing it, they're not actually producing all the work. They're actually just managing other people who produce it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes more sense. It's also 
pretty weird that we have this side where we're on now where people feel like they're so tied to a, a you know a consecrator now it's become so tribal you know i just don't understand where that comes from like people can make bad opinions and good opinions it doesn't matter who you are it's just you would think like this kind of side of the internet wouldn't be so tribalistic like I, it was so yeah. odd hearing like camelot talk about people not wanting to come on his show and i was sitting there going like no one's entitled to owe you anything yeah he's talking about they're not wanting to come on their show because of many different reasons but at the core part of it no one has to go on anyone's show that's just how that works i will come on your show anytime you like buddy well here's the thing i see nick rakita and eric july has a beef with each other but it's not interfering with anything else (laughs) at all and yeah and it's just sticking to them they're not He's not insulting anything else and all. He just has a beef with what was said on his show. Eric July is, you know, has beef with what Nick said about him. They're not attacking each other at each other lanes or whatever and all. They're just basically arguing on each other on these points and all. And so, like, Nick had a whole part in his show where he talked about Trump and he talked about his lawsuit and everything else and everything went fine. And then in between, he stops what he's doing to talk to go ahead and toast to somebody who lost their dog who was blind and all. And I I love love that about I love that about Nick. He takes his time to listen to his paid subscribers, his pay. his super chats and the rants on the rumble or whatever he, they're donating to, to tell him about it. And, uh, and he gives that attention to his viewers and, uh, which was really great. And it lets me know that he admits it. He's an asshole. He admits it that he's an asshole, but at the same time, he's got human decency and all to do this for, for his fan base. And everything like yeah. that and and that's why i can never just be like totally diss him over whatever's been say or anything i understand when people get oh. in arguments sometimes they curse they yell they fuss uh you know they call people names and all that happens to the best of us but at the end of the yeah. day he's still he still likes eric he still likes eric's business and i'm like going I, I'm going, you know what? You don't know about that. With each other. Well, he he said it multiple times. He's been yeah, repeating he that multiple and, times. And yes, he said it like sandwiched in between a lot of other bullshit. Now, yeah, but they're arguing about like, stuff. There is not dislike uh, fucking uh, Nick Ricada. Fucking, he was one of the first fucking youtubers i ever discovered actually along with eric july around the same time um he just it was just that back and forth and that that infighting that i it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth and the better thing to do is just like for me personally it's just tune out wait for it to fucking subside and then maybe maybe I can start watching them again and enjoying the content. 
same thing with EVS. Like I've tuned out of his live streams because a lot of the, it's like, I just don't want to hear this fucking bullshit. It's not that I, I don't, uh, I'm not open to another opinion. It's just, it's just so petty and fucking boring. Yeah, I can understand. If you, if you want to so watch fucking gay. Yeah, if you did want to go back and watch his videos, I would stop after he watched the trailer for the uh, Magic Negro Society <laughs> show, whatever. Oh, Lord. His take on that was hilarious because I loved, I loved listening to Was that Nick or uh, EVS? So Nick Ricada responded to the video that Eric July put up of that trailer of that of, of that movie that's coming oh out. God. He is responding to, to Eric July, so it's just more of the fucking yeah, yeah. But all it was for that video was Eric July introducing the movie and into the movie trailer, and it ended at the movie trailer. So he was basically responding to the movie trailer. Hmm. So there wasn't really any Eric July part. The only thing that Eric July did in that whole video was introduce the trailer. Because it was a short video. And all. But his take on the on the movie was actually pretty funny because he came up with some better plot points than that freaking movie. Oh, what to say uh, Galaxy Express Media. Wanted to he wish you all a Merry Christmas. Uh, I want uh, to swing by before a comics member stream. Yeah, I was I think it was anti-hair liberal. Merry Christmas, anti-hair liberal. Yes, Merry Christmas. Anti-hair liberal? Is that what you call it? <laughs> I, I always tell her, become blue-haired anti-conservative. Then we can really start talking. You know? <laughs> she won't Thank do it, though. If, Merry Christmas. We love you. Me and my wife say hi. She's just trying not to die on the couch. Anti-hair right liberal. You know, if, if you're single, I would definitely love to. Jesus Christ. I'm uh, just like a bald conservative. <laughs> I would, so hey, anti, anti liberal. If you're into black, if you're into like uh, black guys, you know I could be your first Jesus black guy ever dated. Oh, don't you see? It says, "Let's give this man a Christmas beating." <laughs> okay, that is it. Hey, right. <laughs> Selena feels better by tomorrow. Beat me up, a black guy advocating another black guy get beat up. That sounds kind of wasted. Just saying. No, no, no. <laughs> now going back to uh. The what what was it called? The American it just black on black crime of uh magical <laughs> neuros. Um <laughs> actually when you watch the trailer, if it weren't for all of the abundant racism, it could be a like a sweet romantic comedy. It could be, like, but it was guy, just kind of uh gets magical powers to help another person. And then falls in love with the person that they're supposed to be putting them together with. I mean, it could be a sweet story, but you know, they Nick Mercado brought up that, that there that there was this uh, society that believed that black people created uh, electricity. Um, that black people, <laughs> yeah, it's a small, it's a small group, and he thinks that the movie is catering to these peanut butter. Be happy with that. So, because so they were like before they were saying that basically black people created 
uh, electricity and they, you know, that black people had magic or whatever at all. But this movie is supposed to explain what happened with that and why black people haven't been using magic. It's because they they keep falling in love with the girl that that the guy's supposed to fall in love with. White women. And they've been losing their magic abilities. White women. Uh, I mean, when you think well, about it in that I mean, matter, it kind of makes a little sense about what's happening to black people. I don't know. <laughs> it's, all pretty it's all pretty dumb. It is. It is pretty no, dumb. I mean, I mean, here's an, here's another concept. If they wanted to have like a, a movie, almost kind of a Harry Potter esque that involved like, uh, voodoo and different like magical like uh things that you know different uh what's the word huh wizards what i can't think of it uh the different different premises different uh magical premises that took yeah. place like different things like including voodoo and a lot of african culture and all that and had like a Harry Potter esque story. And you could even do a complete rip off. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool actually, but they're not doing that. No, but like I said, I think Nick was brought up a good point. I think they're catering mm -hmm. to a very specific group of people that still believe that black people used to have magic and all. And it's the white person fault for why they don't have magic anymore. Black girl magic. Yep. We need so, that. We need more of that. <laughs> They don't get a group of people, and they're not even black. It's not even black people. It's I, I don't know who it is. All I know is a group of people that thinks that black people are the people that actually created lightning. No. <laughs> I was like, is, what the fuck? This is catering to white women that hate, that hate white men specifically, and that's their target audience. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, I, I just, I was like, I laughed when I heard that. I was like, wait, is there a group of society that actually believe this crap? Ugh. That would have been hilarious. Because, you know, that would be like the flat earth people. Man, I had so many black friends growing up, and I thought they were all magical just because they could jump higher than me. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. I mean, you know, they could. I I'm don't know sure. how tall you are, but every time I see you on camera, I'm short for some reason, yeah, I always got the impression you were short. I'm a tall, good looking, and I have sex with a lot of women and rich. You're uh, both taller than I expected when I met you in real life and a little bit shorter than I expected. And better and looking. Better. Uh, well, <laughs> it was a little bit uh, in between. Uh, like, uh, that says a lot. He couldn't even finish the sentence. That's how bad you no, look. I'm not let down or disappointed. Oh my god. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Anthony Little says, "I don't think Hollywood can look past ESG and the message." Yeah, ESG scores are yeah. fucking cancer to freaking all this stuff. You know, I mean, literally in um. The Holly, uh, what's the awards that everyone pays attention to? The Oscars or whatever. They yeah. literally put out a list, an actual list. You can go and see about what they have, what your film has to have in there, 
for it to get nominated, a person of color, oh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, bruh, this is so fucking stupid. Why can't a movie just be good and you nominate it or whatever? No, it has to be. Fuck, it has to have a person of color. Who gives a uh, fuck, So, WC says, is I'm that MSAK hasn't paid for his electric because black people invented it? No, I accidentally didn't pay my electricity bill for a year and it cut me off. And it was off for like a couple of days, and I hope my whole life fell apart. I couldn't do anything without the internet. Like someone said, "What is something in your life you can't live without the internet?" I, I, I would be so fucking bored. I'm not living without internet. Ah, uh, internet's out for like a year. I'm, I'm jumping off a fucking cliff. Mm-mm, nope. Yeah, that's why you hanging out with us on Christmas Eve. I, I'm saying you guys wanted to hang out with me. That's just saying <laughs> you were, you were begging me. That's just saying. Just saying, you were. Huh, yeah, I can't say those other words really, on stream. Is that, is that really this what is the one place I can vent out whenever work annoys the crap out of me and all. Because I'm like, where in the world you go and somebody freaking throws a wrist at you? All because they're upset because all you're doing is you're trying to do your job and everything and all. And I'm trying to stop her from throwing the wrist back into the into the wash because I'm like going quit trying to wash everything before I finish my job at all and seriously she talked she threw it at me and I was like what the fuck and I'm like oh and I communicated to her and I told her I need more buttercream that I got to make more buttercream and all and she ignored me that's her fault for ignoring me I'm just saying if a girl says she needs more buttercream I, I might have to marry that bitch. Buttercream. <laughs> Just saying. I love. <laughs> you get that I mean, buttercream. <laughs> I had a base size like 40 cakes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Maria, why are you to be such a problem? Why can't you be nice? What's wrong with you? <sighs> you why know women, what? Why, why, do, why do women hate you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because I was in Williamsburg for a week and they're mad because I wasn't there helping and whatever i'm like going okay come on you don't know my personal circumstance why i had to go over there man a store manager let me do that so i wouldn't have to commute so much give me a little bit you know room save some money on gas maybe um so that helped me out but no that might not good enough or i don't know if it's just plain fucking jealousy which don't make sense because i'm baker apprentice which i'm one step underneath them they're titled decorator. So I don't know what the fuck are they thinking. Are they afraid that I'm going to steal their job or something? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me because well, Publix that's is de- that's women desperate are, for yeah. decorators. Publix don't have that's enough how, decorators yeah. in the whole company. So even it, and they're going to open more stores. I'm like, oh, and, uh, there is nothing to be jealous of. I, that's how women are. If someone comes in and it's better than them at whatever, it's not even like how guys do it, but they'll prove it by like talking shit. Girls will literally just be vindictive and they'll just try many other things. Ugh. Maria, let's jump in this case. If Maria gets on top of me, I'm pretty sure her mind's be thinking about something way different than that. Just, just what saying. Fuck, that's just gross. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like how freaking Butters and uh, Thor are just on the couch rim right there to be in just chilling they look mad relaxing let's steal his extensive dildo collection i don't have that i would never have that he's got butt plugs instead that's disgusting you you need to calm down lady you need to go take a hot a hot shower 
If any girl has butt plugs, you need to never speak to me ever again because I, I would feel so uncomfortable. I'll be like, all right, get a hot shower and just wash mm-hmm. that thing. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And Marie, if you ever had one, you know, uh, take a cold shower then. You never talked about this either. What about you? You, you ever done any whores in your life? Wait, what? Whoa, what? whoa, whoa. What I just walked. You ever known any of your female friends to be like just straight slut bags? What? You ever had like a, that whore friend? What? Why are you asking these kind of weird questions? It's Christmas. We're going to get spicy. I'm going to get eggnog. <sighs> okay, so, so let me get this straight. You're asking her if she's ever had. Uh, Highly promiscuous friends. Because in every female friend group, there's always that one who's just a whore, but he can't get it right, and it always coming you when they when she breaks up with one of the with one of the dudes or whatever. Always happens. And you always have the fat one. Kind of the turnaround. Okay. There's always that fat one who's always yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, he's no good for you." All right, all right, yeah. Maria, that's an honest question. Do you have a friend that uh, within your circle of friends, a uh, few, with the turnaround? That would be hard to say. We want her name. Most of my friends are on the internet. We want her name. MSK wants her name specifically. I I, I don't think that lady could handle having sex with me. Then that, uh, well, no, because MSK is probably the closest, but you know what? He doesn't have anybody in his life, so mostly it's probably his uh, body pillow. I, what are you talking about? There you go. I name one. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, I know what you're talking about, MSK. Uh, like within the uh, the the girl group of your friends, because you know yeah. it's always broken up. You got your guy, your your group, yeah, and the girl group, and then there's an intertwining, and we're all like interdating and all that. You know what's the you know what's the one that always blows me off. Is well, girls always do that anyway, but no, most fat- of my so most relationships that I've had with a lot of females they don't last very long That's because you're mean. <sighs> girls don't know how to keep friends, guys do. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's just fact. No, just- I think it has a lot to do with the area that I live in, it's very low. No. no, it has to do with women. No, like, seriously, I have not, like, that's one of the reasons why I was looking forward to moving, why I'm looking forward to moving, is because I'm looking to, you know, make more community connections, maybe Mm -hmm. uh, mingle a little bit and make more friends and stuff like that. I haven't been able to do this in Richmond. Richmond has been really difficult and all. Every time when I make friends and we get onto the subjects of certain things, Next thing you know, everybody blows up and nobody ever wants to talk to you ever again. That's pretty much how it's been. Because, let's face it, I'm a little bit more conservative than a lot of people in this era. Even though, technically, I always consider myself a Democrat at all. But I I still lean a little bit more on the conservative side when it comes to certain issues and everything and all. And what happens is... I'm in a very, very liberal town that doesn't respond very well to it because 
I even know is like I mentioned this before about one of the girl, one of the ladies that works over at over the job, over the um, over the Publix in Richmond about Disney and how she was like going, how she was trying to offend the Buzz Lightyear movie, and I was like going, okay, that's just weird, and all because all I was saying like yeah, because when I said that Tim Allen is real Buzz Lightyear, she was like no, he's not. I'm like going what. And so that that's where it's like, you know, you can see it where you can see where there are certain conversations I can't really have with people because I'm going to disagree on movies. I'm going to disagree on stories. I'm going to disagree a lot on politics and a whole lot of other subjects. So the point is, you're just you're you're going to get to the point where when you try to make those connections, you can't make like really good lasting close relationship you know, in there. So I have been really, mostly I'm friendly on the surface. I don't talk about certain subjects or whatever with people. So I can't really build that really close friendship with people like that. Not in this kind of environment. It's all, it's more like acquaintances, which is a lot different than friendship relationships and all. Um, So it's always like, you're going to be friendly on the surface. You're always going to talk about the area you meet, like if you are friends with people in the haunted house, you're going to talk about the haunted house stuff, a haunt, uh, about horror stuff and everything. And that subject matter. You're not going to talk about anything outside of that. You're definitely not going to talk about politics because you're going to find a lot of people who hate Trump. Um, cause I already found them when I was there. Um, so I was like, okay, the moment I heard it, I was like, I didn't, I never spoke about politics cause I can pick up it that I would, getting conflicts with them if I talked about it and all. So I've really been able to make really good friends in, in the area and all. Because even people that I made friends back with anime, they eventually distanced themselves from me like over at the anime cons and stuff like that and all. Because I had one that I was good friends with and she was in my Discord and it didn't take too long after a few years she totally just disconnect from me before even giving a phone number or us getting contact. So I have no contact with her ever again anymore. I lost all contact with her at all. And so that's why I'm like, when you ask me this question and everything and all, it's really hard for me to answer because I honestly really don't have any good close girlfriends or even guy friends at this moment and all. Most of the contacts I have is y'all guys and a few people that that i have in my discord and maybe a couple of people that i talk to on guilt gilded but most of the time the the relationships that i that i have are people who actually spend time actually talking to me like y'all do that's the same way with me i don't really have too many friends irl because i'll be honest here i just it's not that i'm getting bored of someone sounds really really harsh it's just not interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't have a genuine connection. Like, you can make genuine connections with people online. It's very possible. It just depends on who you hang around. I, I think it's it's more easier to flex things on the internet than it is in real life, obviously. But even in real life, I have the same issues. I can't really talk to people in real life. Not because I don't really want to or, or I, I can't really speak to women properly. I, I'll, I'll, I'm always going to suck at that. But I don't really care to make friends in real life for the most part. I just, I can talk to anyone and make a friendship out of it or an acquaintanceship or whatever. It's just 
same thing. I don't really keep a whole lot of people around because, you know, like why for the most part, other than like inner circles to do podcasts with, we just do content with and have fun. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. Well, I, well, I, like, I adopted you. Uh, God, like, I don't know, man. People in real life are just fucking pricks and that's just all it is. And that's just gets annoying after a while. You Honestly, know? what I look forward to is like the meetups and stuff like that. The geeks and gamers are going to have. They yeah. were talking about like, I was talking with the gilded over and one of the gilded mm-hmm. that they might actually have an Iron Age uh, um, Comic Con or something like oh, that, cool. maybe. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of people with the who's working on from the Iron Age on the novel end and all, and they're mm-hmm. all talking about like they would love to have one, um, you know, annually a year and whatever for all mm-hmm. people who are interested on the Iron Age side. Um, and so there's talks like that. I think that those get togethers and everything, us meeting every once in a while, I think those are probably the chances for us to meet in person and also make really good connections as far as friends and stuff like that and all. And that's where I'm like, um, I look, that's why I'm putting up this job. I'm putting up with a job. So I can get vacation time, I can get extra money, I can travel every once in a while, and I can do those things, because that's the stuff I really want to do, because, let's face it, we may all live in different states and whatever, mm-hmm. and we might not connect on the internet and stuff like that and all, but that's never ever keeping us from meeting up over at these meetups, or comic cons, anime cons, and all these other things cons and stuff like that um and that's a great way to to make good connections with friends make good connection friends wise business and all kinds of other things um so when that happens that's Hmm. where i you know i'm gonna probably put more chances into socializing and connecting and Hmm. all because we we find each other because we all have common ground and common interests and uh, and I and that's one of the reasons why I always love traveling for that reason. I love traveling because mm-hmm. that's when you get to actually really, you know, meet up with people that actually share your same values and share the same interests that you have. Well, it's just uh, I I just personally enjoy having good chemistry with people and finding I can have great conversation with people that you have good synergy and chemistry with because I found in life that you could have mutual ground with someone and you could like each other. But if you don't actually vibe or connect, it's just not, it's just not good. You know, for me, yeah. it has to be like the right environment where I could like really thrive. And people don't understand a lot, a lot of people think we just all agree with each other. It's, that's just not true. Like a lot of people no. agree on many things, oh, actually a lot of things actually. Well, in fact, our arguments are. Didn't we just disagree on like, do we think that Gohan should have been the main character of Dragon Ball Z like literally yeah. two shows ago? We've had a literally a 30 minute discussion on that. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I want to uh, even going going back further than that is our <laughs> argument about like your your despise of the the frame uh, devil's advocate. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I fucking hate that, dude. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh my I god. Know. So we went back so and forth. That was so much fun. When people so say they're playing devil's advocate. They're basically saying, "Hey, I don't know. I know. I don't know anything about this side, nor like them. But I'm going to argue their position." Oh God, it makes me cringe. So you want to get back into this before? No, don't. I want to choke you. you go again. 
You can go again. You can go again, motherfucker. Oh, shit. And yeah, and then everybody always have that one delusional friend who's a virgin who thinks that he's, you know, not a virgin. Wait, wait. Even though this this guy's had plenty of sex. <laughs> Personally attacking anyone here. We're just having... personally, this lady wanted to attack this man and get on top of him. Just, just saying, you know, she, she couldn't get enough of this hot no black man. There's no reason for those personal attacks. Personal yeah, attacks. I don't know who she's talking I, I, about at all. MSK. I mean, MSK. It's like Maria doesn't even come around anymore. She only comes around just like my dad every once in a while. Just you know. <sighs> yeah. I work in a full time job now, Dara. It's no longer just part time. God damn it. You got to make time for me. I thought you wanted to commit to me in 2024. You need to commit again to a black man this time around. <laughs> Dear, I'm commuting two hours back and forth to work right that, now. That sucks. That is bad. That, it, oh, guys, I, I, I am like, my eyes are like dying. I, I'm fading. Uh, You're fading. Yeah, I, I'm going to, if you guys want to keep going, that's cool. But I'm going to have to dip in a minute. Oh no, we're we're gonna pop pop, you know, we'll just you know keep talking for a little bit, I guess. Might as well. She can't get enough of me anyway. Oh my god, really seriously. Uh, no, but uh we had a great con conversation tonight. Yeah, that was uh, great. yeah uh if Maria wants to come back and talk tomorrow, we can. We're we are having a Tuesday, we're we're having a Christmas show tomorrow, so we'll just continue our conversation tomorrow on Monday Mayhem. Our Christmas is it gonna special. be during the day? No. I no, made no, no, no. mail. And, and then I'm hey. probably not going to be able to be on, dear, because we're going to start at like gotta, six. Yeah, cool. I can't. I got to be at work at six in the morning. Oh, oh, God. Wow. Yeah, so that means I have to leave the house at four o'clock in the morning. Good Lord. How about I just take care of you? How about I just take care of you? I'll buy your fucking building for you. You just make money there. Good Lord, I'll just be your your business pimp or something. You just give me all my money back later on. Oh, God, no. That's just not going to work, dear. Oh, Lord. Why not? Why, not? Why can't we have a... Do you know how much is a commercial building? <laughs> More than I'll ever make in my life, actually. It's 600 grand. It's 600,000. <laughs> it's so easy. All we that is, is the average price of a commercial building. Keep in mind. All we got to do is sell our buttholes on OnlyFans and we can make enough money. No. I thought you were fun. Oh, my God. Maria, desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm sorry. Nobody's going for your butthole. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I, I know, I, 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 I know it's your fantasy to be a whore, but it's not going to work. It could work. Just give it time. All right, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm happy to see Maria again. She always, you know, when, when, when she's always ready to get BBC'd out, she'll always message me, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Have a great night, everybody. Peace. Bye. Goodbye, everyone.